Hey, good morning. It's Dr. J here with the Healthy Truth 833 on a Friday, hot Friday here. Uh, it's hot everywhere, but I mean, it's going to be like 95, I think real feel 105, something like that today. Um, I guess nothing like, I don't know if it was Sicily or somewhere in Italy where they said yesterday it reached like 119. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it is hot. Uh, so welcome everybody. Welcome to those who are new. Welcome to those who listen. I appreciate you all and appreciate those who share, leave reviews, uh, and um, let's get into it. So quick tidbits of the day, two, two major, well, let's say three three major items to talk about. Uh, number one, uh, they have approved a booster shot for those who are immune compromised, which is uh, about as um, oxymoronic as I think you could possibly get. Uh, considering that the vaccine probably affects those more that are immune compromised than those who are not because it attacks the body, makes the body go into an attack mode. But they did approve a third shot for those who are having weakened immune systems. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the governor of New York, who we all know is resigns, thank the Lord, but we, his replacement, Kathy Holcomb, I believe her name is, um, seems to already be throwing out opinions. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so I'll sneeze today instead of yawn. Um, she looks like a piece of work, I have to say. And uh, it's really interesting that she's already talking about running in 2022 uh, on her own campaign. But uh, I don't have high hopes for her. She has already put out an opinion that looks like they, that masks are going to be uh, mandatory in New York. Uh, going with the CDC and AAP's recommendation, which absolutely make no sense, considering we know how children are affected by this. But who's going with common sense and the reality of the situation? We'll just go with what these idiots think uh, is correct, and that's how it is. So I don't see her career short. I see her career is short-lived, um, but we'll see how it goes. I think she's going to get hammered as soon as she gets in. And uh, I think that when she runs in 2022, that she's going to meet a significant resistance. And probably if she takes on the administration the way it seems like she's going to now, she's going to get slaughtered in 2022. And let's just keep moving forward and hopefully fill the void with somebody with uh, who is normal and has common sense and has actually a good person. Right. That would be that would be phenomenal. Um, last thing, which I, I, I just think is, it's comical, but not funny. Um, and it has to do with uh, the way we're eating. So the uh, Wendy's just announced today that they were going to open up 7,000 um, new delivery-only restaurants, what they call, I think, ghost kitchens. So meaning that they're just for delivery. They're there to make food and deliver. Why? Because the demand for people to bring fast food to them has gotten up went up over the pandemic, obviously stressed everything else. Um, and this just doesn't bode well for anyone. I mean, look, at least if you got up out of bed and got yourself to the place and had to go through the drive-thru and do all that, I mean, at least it was some sort of motion and movement and whatever, maybe it burned five calories. Now we're going to have that same poor food, poor quality food, uh, with full of chemicals and toxins delivered straight to you. What better what more can you ask? This is just a continuous downslide in society. And if we continue to go this route, it's really going to be, we, we've seen this 
this uh, separation of of uh, people, almost like a segregation, go on during this whole pandemic with uh, vaccinated, unvaccinated, and and then you know talking about well, a lot of African Americans are not being vaccinated, they're not getting the um, shots, or they're not having, uh, it's not getting into their communities, whatever it is. I mean, this whole thing, it's like segregation all over the place. But what's going to happen in the future is if we continue going down this path is you're going to have really, really two societies of people. You're going to have those who are just sick and those who are not. There's no, there's going to be no middle. Those who continue to follow the fast food delivered to your house trend and those who follow the, you know, eat like we're supposed to eat to survive and thrive, exercise, get enough sleep, de-stress, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Um, and our society is going to turn into one or the other. Uh, I, I, this expression is, is, is so corny and overused that it almost loses its value, but health is wealth is, is going to be our future. And those who are healthy and those who can get, uh, who can, who can prosper, uh, are, are those who are going to be the, the powerful ones in society. Uh, and, uh, I, I think this is so disheartening that we've had such a demand that fast food restaurants are going to be opening up these delivery only places just to deliver unhealthy food to people and make it easier to access. And it's, it's terrible, but that's where we're headed. So anyway, let's get into the, uh, podcast. Uh, I, 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 I feel like I need to continue to talk about um, health and continue to talk about ways to be healthy, especially for kids. I mean, I, I generally give you, you know, guidance on being healthy and I, I want to focus though more on children because as an adult, you know, it's, it's completely within your power. So as a child, until they get to that point of being independent, it's within your power too. And I, and it's most people, I, I really don't feel either really truly know how to raise a healthy child or they choose not to because of the way they are. I mean, most families are not, you know, it's not the family, um, you know, mom and dad are health nuts and the kids are eating crap, right? I mean, there is the, there are people who will, you know, eat well and then take the kids to McDonald's, which is, you know, completely ironic and wrong, but, um, I don't truly feel like most people know the basics of how to raise healthy children and how to get them and build their systems to be healthy adults. And there really is some very simple things that I'm going to go through, uh, which are kind of the, the, uh, the blueprint of how to do this. So, um, if you are not uh, up on it, you're not sure, maybe you think you're doing it right. Maybe not. This is really the easiest way to do it. Now, also, depending on what age your kids are, you may have skipped some of these steps and that's okay. There's always a you know, chance you can turn it around. I mean, you're doing things now to build their house. So when it is complete, when they get to adulthood, it is a nice, strong, solid home. And that's the way you have to kind of look at this. When your child is born, they're a blank slate, right? Now, and they're going to need everything possible to help that body and that mind grow into a stronger person. So what we do to them from day one, even in, in utero, 
um, will dictate that. And it's kind of like when you're building a house. So you have choices when you build a house, right? You can use cheaper material, cheaper labor, or you can use like the best material. You can use the best craftsman, um, all kinds of stuff. And depending on what you do will depend on how your house comes out. And it also depends on the longevity of your house, right? And the maintenance of your house. Uh, maybe your house looks great on the outside, but inside it was really not done well. It cut corners and things are hidden and you can't see them. And eventually it, it's going to fail or it's going to require a ton of maintenance to try to keep it up. Or it was done really well from the beginning and now it's a big strong house. It doesn't require much. It requires just kind of some maintenance. Um, this thing will last forever and you know it was good from day one and that's kind of how you have to look at your kids so the ways to do that really like I said is is how you treat yourself well I said you know in Europe but even how you treat yourself before you get pregnant because you know you're creating the the halves of the puzzle to start this human being off um, but here's how it goes really from the start and here's what you should do and kind of moving forward so from the, before you even think about getting pregnant, your health dictates your genetics partly going forward. Um, you may have some in, in, uh, in, bread is not the right word. You may have some, uh, you may have genetics that are already passed down, which is fine, but it is also these switches that you can, uh, set off and on in your own genetics that will dictate what you pass forward. And that's really how you take care of yourself. So taking care of yourself is priority one. This is before you even think about getting pregnant. Okay. Then when you get to the point where you're like, okay, well now I think we want to have children. You got to think, okay, so what I'm going to pass on to my kids is, is this, am I ready to do that? Um, if you're not ready, you have some work to do because you don't want to start from there. You have to almost clear the stuff that you have now, meaning your eggs, your sperm, all that stuff, let that stuff pass through in order for new stuff to come out. Now, women are pre-programmed to have a certain amount of eggs, right? But the health of the woman will dictate the health of that egg. Guys, too, sperm, you know, are constantly being produced. Um, same genetics, same, same uh, information, but the health of that sperm is dictated by you. So depending on you, how you are at that time will depend on how your puzzle pieces will be when it comes time to get pregnant. Now, you've gotten pregnant and mom is uh, now has this new child being formed in her uterus. So mom, super important to obviously stay the course, do all the things that you need to, stay away from toxins, um, do all the things that you continue to do for your body to keep it healthy, eating well, exercising, getting enough rest, de-stressing, all that stuff, because that will dictate the an imprint into that child as they grow. A lot of stuff you do and a lot of stuff how you are will dictate the nutrients that child gets. Um, and also mentally, we don't think about the mental aspects of, you know, how that child picks up on your stress, your happiness, your sadness. A lot of that stuff you have to consider as that child continues to grow. So mom has to do all her parts. And you know, as mom's doing that, it's important that dad or the father does the same thing or the partner does the same thing because obviously their stress and their outward um, energy can affect the mom too. Now, getting to the point of delivery and that baby comes out. So that baby is born 
connected to an organ that it was fed from and sustained it throughout its um, throughout its growth. And it's an amazing organ. The placenta is the only organ that's not there before, forms when that baby uh, is formed, and then is gone. It's an amazing thing, an amazing thing a woman can do. But now that baby has to survive and thrive, and there's no handbook that comes out afterwards. So luckily, we women were also born with the ability to nourish children through breast milk. That's any female mammal that can do that. Um, I think that's a whole other discussion. Breast milk, I think there's lots of stuff that's gone on that's created an environment that's made it difficult for women to breastfeed. Uh, I don't think it should be. Now, again, I'm talking from as a man's perspective, but also as a practitioner who saw lots of pregnant women and women who were breastfeeding and heard and listened to them. Um, I think there uh, was lots of stuff that are in society now that has made it much more difficult for women to sustain their children through breast milk. Um, you know, before doctors and everything else, there was no choice. It was a child either breastfed or they didn't survive. They had to have that nutrients. And in nature, same thing. They have to survive off the mother's milk, right? What is cow's milk? That's breast milk for cows. It's all, every mammal, every animal is the same way. But I do think that there are some things that have gone on that we have told women or that have you know, happened that have made it much more difficult. So if you're able to breastfeed, obviously it's the best. Breast milk is a product and has everything necessary for the child to be healthy, happy, um, and um, to grow into a full, um, thriving adult. Now, that breast milk, the nutrients are dictated on mom too. So mom, you gotta always continue to do what you're doing. But if you are not, if you aren't able, if something has happened where you can't breastfeed and you must go to formula, then you have to think, okay, same idea. We're trying to get these nutrients into this newborn to make them grow and survive. What do we use? So we want to use an organic, non-dairy formula, non-animal-based formula to give this child nutrients. That's because, number one, we don't want any of the chemicals and stuff that may be in the formula. Number two, we don't want another animal's um, uh, DNA and um, um, encrypted um, chemicals in that formula that's not meant for them because that can cause other things, digestive issues, all kinds of stuff which can start them off on the wrong foot. So an organic, non-animal based formula will be your best friend and that child's best friend as they go through that initial stage. So you can do that and go through that for a bit, but as you go through, you're going to want to start then to get to a point where you think, okay, I think this child is ready to have some uh, food. Now, my recommendation typically is to start at least uh, wait six months to a year to start giving. Uh, that will give their systems a chance to uh, develop and be able to handle it. Uh, some people start earlier. I think that does cause problems. I also think that what's given to them will either cause problems or allow them to thrive. And that's where you get into next. So what are the best things to start them with, right? So again, always think organic, always think fresh, always think raw because um, that is the best thing you can give them to help them build those building blocks and building that house. Um, what are the initial things we should give them? Now, it has been said, and it has been it has been for decades said to give rice cereal or cereal in the beginning. 
completely wrong because number one, not ready for grains. Number two, the reason they said that was because it would blow up in their bellies, um, in absorbing moisture and it would make them sleep more. It doesn't help them, causes lots of problems. Stay away from cereal in general as an adult and a child. Cereal has no benefit to you whatsoever. What you need to start them off with is good fats. So what usually I recommend you do is start with egg yolk only, okay? Because that's where the fat and nutrients are, not the protein. Um, if you're breastfeeding, you would start to mix that breast milk in with that food and um, slowly wean them into just having food. Same thing with formula. You want to wean them in a little bit of that formula in an egg yolk. And that egg yolk is, is uh, cooked, uh, not overcooked, but just cooked enough so the nutrients are not destroyed. But again, mixed in and that's how you start. Um, fats are important to start with. The other thing you don't want to start with is you don't want to start with fruits. One, sugars not needed. Uh, will cause inflammation and then two is once you give them that taste of that sweetness of the sugar it's very difficult to have them go to other things that should be down the line once you've introduced other foods to them so as you do that egg yolks right then you want to get into some other good fats like avocados another great fat again weaning them in from breast milk or from formula into just having that together from there then you go into your vegetables um, and again, still with the yolk, still with the uh, stuff like avocados. And then from there, continuing on with your fats, um, you can start to introduce some, some uh, fruits along the lines. And the last thing that you want to uh, introduce, which usually should be after a year, would be meat. Meat is the hardest thing to digest. Um, and that really needs to be the last thing that's introduced to them. Again, along the lines here, keeping organic, keeping clean, trying to build those that house into this strong huge big beautiful house you need to keep it clean but that's introducing them this is how to start them off at a, a hundred percent um, of, um, of health and strength and keeping them good now as they get past that and they start to eat regular food a lot of this is going to be dictated on what you eat so make sure that you're eating what you want them to eat that means dye-free foods, organic foods, chemical-free foods, all good stuff. Continuing on with good fats, um, vegetables, good meats. Um, I, I, I think meats are absolutely fine. It's the biggest thing for me with meats is the what's in the meat, meaning if you're not getting organic meats, you're dealing with hormones and chemicals and all the other stuff that you don't want. But I think meats are absolutely good for children. I'm uh, over meats, I would prefer eggs, but I think meat is fine. But again, it's sticking with that stuff. Keep your kids away from things like, um, you know, uh, stuff that has, there's so many choices. So you can keep away from the uh, dyes. You can keep away from the bad stuff. They want to have treats. There's plenty of good treats out there that are organic. Um, you, you can get so much stuff now that you couldn't get before. So get them stuff if they want in moderation, but keep it clean, keep it organic, do all that stuff. And that's, again, just keep in mind, you're building a house, building his house. Do you want to have this, this crap, your dilapidated house? Uh, or do you want to have something that looks great on the outside, but in the inside is really uh, a mess and will fall down? That's what you have to decide as you continue forward. And again, guys, this isn't, um, 
this isn't just for for them. You have to do this as a family. You can't feed them one way and eat another. And you shouldn't eat one way and they and them eat another. It should all be the same. Everybody should be eating the same, eating clean, and do this as a unit. And this goes all the way through into their teenage years and adulthood. Supplement-wise, you're using supplements to help boost their systems, to help make up for any lack of things because as they get older, they're going to eat some things that you may not want. They're going to go to school. They're going to have things. You're going to start to try to institute that 80-20 rule, which is, you know, 80% you're feeding them. Everything's great. 20% you just let it go. You try to let go as much as you can, or you do like what I did when my son was in fourth grade uh, and they were bringing in all kinds of garbage for um, parties uh, was to bring it in myself and bring everything that was good, nothing that was bad. That was a little crazy, but I didn't want to ostracize him, didn't want to say no, um, wanted them to still enjoy what they were having, but gave them better choices. Uh, and they, there was nobody nobody frowned on it. Everything was, was great. But it's all about doing these things from childhood. Um, on the supplement end again, you know, basics, most you don't most children don't need these huge amounts of things but again when you're giving them supplements again you want to give them clean organic you want to give them ones that are the best stuff out there not the cheap stuff like flintstones vitamins um you want to stay away from that you want to give them when they're it's time for needing to get their immune system boosted you want to give them again good stuff good vitamin c sources um when they're not in the winter you want to make sure their vitamin d levels are up um lots of stuff there's so much stuff we can talk about that but again it just comes down to quality go with companies that are producing quality once you don't have to guess at you know if the company is producing non-quality stuff um then most likely you still don't want to buy their quality stuff because if they're okay with it's like again it's like gatorade right so gatorade makes an organic gatorade is it okay to buy that organic gatorade um well i mean look they're buying stuff that is bad for them bad for you and they're buying and they're making stuff which is better should we buy the better and say okay good or just say no this is probably not a good idea um I don't trust this at all. That's kind of along the lines that I do. My thing is stick with companies that are doing it right all over, all together. Uh, and then you don't have to worry about it. But always think about this as building blocks. Building blocks to help build a big, beautiful house that is this child as an adult. Keep them active. Keep their um, couch time, screen times low. <clears throat> I can't say keep them extremely low because let's look screen time is just we're in that world you can't deprive them of it otherwise they'll be behind but there is a time and a place for it and i think that excessive use is one of those things you have to be careful of um but exercise as a family you keep active you work out they work out um they see what you do so watch what you do and make sure you're doing what you want them to do make sure you guys are getting enough sleep going to sleep at a certain time at a good time a time that's good for um, them to recover and feel good in the morning just like you they see you staying up watching netflix for hours at night and going to sleep late that's what they're gonna do they there they watch you they're sponges whether they say it or not they're watching what you do and again attitude if you keep positive and you do things positive and you reinforce positive they will do the same that's how it is that's how we raise adults to be what we want them to be but if you're the opposite you'll raise them that way too so this is all, again, common sense approaches to how do we keep, get our kids healthy from the beginning, 
raise them to be healthy. And then once they get to that point of being able to choose, then they know what to choose and what and how to do it. It's that simple. If you missed it along the way, if you missed any part of that, it's okay. You can start from where they are, move forward. But you got them to a point where there's going to be a point when they start to choose their own and they're going to choose what they know. So make sure that you give them that internal handbook so they know what should I choose, what should I not choose. You know, we were in the store the other day um, getting a couple things and my kids saw uh, Lucky Charms on the on the shelf and they were like, oh, Lucky Charms, who would eat that? And you know, inside me, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yes, you know, I'm like, I'm like I did my job. Like they know that this is not something that they should eat. They don't see it and they're like, oh, please, can we get that? Can we get that? They know inherently, innately, that that's something that they shouldn't eat. And that's what I want. That's what you should want. Um, you want them to choose the stuff that you've chosen to keep yourself healthy. And so they keep them themselves healthy. That's it, guys. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. I think it was pretty simple. I hope it was helpful. If it wasn't, let me know. If it was, let me know. Get me on any of the social media platforms, drj1k at gmail.com. Any of those. Love to hear your feedback. And um, let's move forward. All right? So have a great day, week, month, year. I am at my destination. Did not yawn, did sneeze, but what do you expect? There's always something with me, right? Um, so have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is Dr. J with The Healthy Truth. We'll speak to you again soon. Take care.